Hey everyone, it's the 7th of December and you're listening to the Go Play That Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Cook. Joining me today, Tom Wolford. Hello. And Bob Morate. Hey, it's so good to be back. Good to see you back, man. I would like to point out that I am also a host, but not on the podcast, just for multiple, <laughs> multiple parasites. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. It's worth making that clear. We're yeah, all, yeah, yeah. Just, we're all hosts um, in some respect. If I just devolve into, you know, a gelatinous mass halfway through this. <laughs> Quivering. <laughs> no why. Itching mass. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, we have been in a rut the last two weeks, Tom, uh, of playing the same three to four AAA games between the two of us. Um, yeah. So much so that I had to brand last week's podcast as a, a recast. Uh, <laughs> Follow-up cast. Yeah. Um, but we've been saved this week by Bob, who's been playing... Some Pokemon, same as me. But before yeah. we get into Pokemon, you have both been loving Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah. So, where should should we start with the guy who? Well, I need to know where you both stand in terms of your history with the series. So, um, Bob, go for okay. it. Okay, I am in love with the franchise. So I've played mm. every single Final Fantasy there is, like. Even even the tactics one, mobile games, Crystal uh, Chronicles, Crystal the Chronicles, music one, uh, t- yeah, TH Rhythm as well. But mm. that's a rhythm game, so it doesn't really count. Um, but yeah, in terms of of like numeral entries, I've played mm. every single one of them. So yeah, all right, Jeez. big fan. So fanboy versus <laughs> me, who <laughs> has only played a. I played up until a boss. On Final Fantasy X, okay. somebody told me, like, I always thought it was the penultimate boss, and then they told me, like, it wasn't, that there was, like, a whole heap of game after that. <laughs> like, some I hilarious. Know exactly which one it is. I mean, you yeah. just told me that, and I know exactly what boss it is. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I played up to that, but because I'd been following a walkthrough or a, the actual, like, Prima Games guidebook or whatever it was, um, I was following that, and what they didn't explain was that you kind of have to grind in a lot of Final Fantasy games. Sure. Like, you can't just go A to B yep. yeah. and be powerful enough to beat the game. And if you so that boss... And, and your save, like, the save you have could get you into hot water. Like, you could be stuck in an area where you can't grind. Yeah, I literally couldn't get out of this boss. Yeah. Like, she was just murdering us. So, um, yeah. Um, and also, I believe we had like an ill-fated attempt to play in Final Fantasy VII with Go Play That on a couple of occasions. Yeah, we got the PC version running. It's since come out on PS4, and that's why I own it, but I still haven't played it. But uh, yeah. we managed to get the PC version running, and we we were messing about back in the day. Yeah, we we bounced right off it though. I think the graphic, yeah, well. the the graphics and the the way that the story is made is is very difficult to get into nowadays. Seven is actually like the biggest entry of the series because it's the most popular one. But I personally think that seven has aged quite poorly, mm. in my opinion. Mm. I mean, I would probably get lynched for saying this, <laughs> but but I do think so. I think there are other entries that are better, that have aged better, and that they are just like better to get into the franchise right now. 
people talk Even about ten. I yeah, kind of enjoyed. Yeah, ten. But ten's fine. I that's the only one that I played with any significant amount. I owned thirteen. Didn't really <laughs> do anything for me. <laughs> A lot of people bounced off 13, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I played some 12, which was pretty cool. Uh, that's the one where you could see the arcs of... You could see when enemies were about to attack you and just avoid combat instead of yeah. it just flashing the screen and then you're in a real time, right. like a turn-based scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I always preferred on that scale of things, I always much preferred the Tale series over Final Fantasy. Yeah, very different. Yeah, right. so Tales of Symphonia, you know, these kind of things. I still have the newest one on the PlayStation that I haven't touched yet, hmm. and I really should. Like, So if somebody wants to give me a load of money so I can quit my job and just play all the RPGs that are stacking up <laughs> behind me, that would be great. But yeah, so I come to uh, Final Fantasy fifteen as pretty much a Final Fantasy noob. Hater. Um, not even, no, not <laughs> hater, because I understand... I know, I know. I understand what it means for a lot of people who've played this game. You can't have something that is that culturally significant within the sphere that we're in hmm. of games and go as a lot of shit. I hate it. You can't. You can't say that. <laughs> it's just yeah. It, we we are basically like polar opposites. You don't. You're not really a hater, but you're not like even an let's say an aficionado so no speak, i'm nothing know. i'm nothing i mean i, I played a guy a who played one and and, and that's it and didn't finish it yeah yeah um but this this brings us very neatly i think into how to uh, set up talking about final fantasy 15 is the very first splash screen you see on the on the game is final fantasy game for, for like final and first timers yeah fans and first timers mm, yeah yeah so Bob, as a fan, how does it feel for you? As a fan, I can tell you that it kind of strokes the right chords to be called like a Final Fantasy because mm. it has like all the common elements. So um, there is always a crystal involved in the story. There is always uh, chocobos around. <laughs> you you form a party of people to take on quests and such. Um, there's like flying ships and there are, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of little elements that only fans of the series will know. For example, in every Final Fantasy, there is a character called Sid in all of them. Right. Uh, also, um, there are two guards, well, two guys that are always called Biggs and Wedge. So you can, you can encounter them on every single Final Fantasy, I think. And, um, and they actually took care of putting all these traditions into into this Final Fantasy as well. But gameplay-wise, it couldn't be more different than any other Final Fantasy that I have played before. Which is a good thing. I mean, I think it's good for the franchise to evolve in terms of gameplay-wise and such. Yeah. For example, people were complaining Final Fantasy Thirteen is way too linear. It's like a tube. And it's like, okay, here have fifteen instead. So <laughs> yeah. You have an open world. Now break your head with it. You take it. I mean, I mean, there are there are places you can't get through at the start. It doesn't completely delimit like um, Watch Dogs Two did, for example. Right. You you do have some points that you can't pass until certain story modes are active. Well, that would be way too overwhelming otherwise. I yeah, guess. I mean, like I've just arrived in the first major town. I'm about fifteen hours in, and I know Bob. I saw that you were. Um, you were complaining on Twitter because people are like bad mouthing Final Fantasy 15 because oh, yeah. technically 
you can finish it in 26 hours or something. If you power through the story, yes. I'm I'm 13 hours in, and I've literally just gone to meet one of my party's younger sister. Yeah. That story mission, that's where I am now after 13 hours and being yeah. level 22. Not that this should surprise us, though, Tom. Yeah. Like, shouldn't <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Mr. 10 hours in No Man's Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Just for your information, I got to the same point you are with 21 hours on the clock. <laughs> okay, so you're doing it even better than me. Like, yeah, there's still I mean, quests, I'm, but I'm just losing my myself with quests, hunts, and everything around. I, I, I just like I like to explore that. I was doing that, but then my my guy turned up and he said, "Hey, man, are we going to go see my sister?" And I was like, "Let's just hang around a bit more." And he seemed kind of pissed off, so I made sure <laughs> that we went to see his sister. But this is another thing, like the party could be super irritating the elements are there for your party group to be super irritating like you're the prince of a thing of a of a sort of a nation state i guess Mm -hmm. and your your party is your sort of princely retinue the people that hang around you your entourage you know your little buddies and you've got the typical strong one you've got the skinny artistic one and you've got the uptight glasses wearing kind of (laughs) you know nerdy one and all of them together like even the prince like they have the potential to be super annoying but <laughs> even after like a couple of minutes you're just like yeah these are my bros and we are rolling out <laughs> is that a, is that a big element of it like their friendship with each other does that's that an, come I, through i think that's it's the, the entire biggest, element of yeah it. it's the biggest yeah. element in the game yeah yeah that's did the entire you, element tom did you watch the anime or the movie kingsglaive Kingslave you did watch, right? But no, you did I didn't not, watch it. No. You didn't watch Kingslave. So no. in, if you watch Kingslave, this is something for anyone who wants to play Final Fantasy XV. Kingslave mm. is not really a requirement to watch, but it's actually important because it tells you what happens in the city when you are in the first, let's say, first six chapters in the game. Sure, okay. Right? So Because there is kind are, of a big... A yeah, big, exactly. There's like a big a thing going on, which yeah. we are not going to spoil. And and that happens in the movie, and you can see how it happens, and it's actually glorious to watch. If you see it by itself, like going to watch a movie, you're gonna watch the worst movie in history. But in context, <laughs> in context with the game, it makes so much more sense. Right. Which makes me a bit a little bit sad that it was released like so far in advance compared to the yeah. game. Because well, I don't know. Is... I guess they count on that kind of sort of fanboyism in this case. Yeah, uh, I don't know because I did think like when this event happens, I was like, they kind of skipped over some details. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of those details are in the movie, so right? You can okay, just, like watch it and and figure out exactly what happened and and that. But uh-huh. yeah, that's the thing. I mean, even for fanboys or for fans of the franchise who go watch Kingsglaive to the cinema, they will just leave and ask, "What? What? What?" did i just watch and and how is this any relevant but you will not know that until you play the game yeah so it's kind of important and then you have the anime which is called brotherhood it's like five episodes 20 minute episodes you can find them on the official final fantasy 15 channel on youtube for free okay and that entirely and completely explains the relationship that noctis has with all his friends how he got to meet them and why they are so tight which is really nice to watch, if you and it, if you care. It really is, yeah. It really is a big part of the game. Like, so you manage, like, even on a management level, like, um, at certain moments, 
um, they'll like, you know, you're going to run into a battle. It's so nice how you do it because you're just playing the game as normal. Mm. You might run into a battle and then suddenly like Ignis, the uptight glasses wearing one, will just like, the, like an animation will come out of nowhere and he'll slap you on the back and go, hey, wait, wait. And everybody hunkers down on the floor. And he's like, I've got a plan for these guys. <laughs> yeah. And it's out of nowhere. It's it's seamless. It, the way it works is so beautifully done. Like, you're just running into battle as a normal part of the game. And then it's just like, boom, change. This guy's telling you a plan. And then you get extra experience or extra uh, points if you can follow his plan. Mm-hmm. So, like, one of them was, like, teleport behind them and then hit them from behind. We'll distract them. You bring them down. But you have your, your sort of four people, and you do get, like, scenes. Um, like, from the Tales games, you get these, like, little, like, uh, set pieces where you, you maybe rest for the night. Mm-hmm. And normally it goes through a sequence of screens where you rest, you tally your XP, you level up or don't level up, whatever, you level up your skills. But then it might pop into another one, like I had one the other uh, night, which was a conversation on a rooftop of a hostel. Yeah, I had that too. Yeah, with one of the party members who's just like, he's super nervous and super not confident. Like, he thinks he's only hanging around with you hmm. because of, like, sympathy or whatever. And you you can, you know, you get the full choice whether to, like, make light of it, destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is something that yeah. was never a part of a Final Fantasy game before. So, I mean, hmm. you there were some cases where you would have, like, an option of, yeah, choose to say this or that. But this is the first time that in a Final Fantasy game you have a live conversation and you have like a choice system like on Mass Effect or Telltale games. With a time limit as With well. With a time limit. So you can keep the conversation flowing, which was really, really nice. Yeah. I don't know the actual impact or the outcome or, or of these conversations, but they are really nice. I mean, it, de- it definitely helps you connect with the character. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's what you think and that's what the, the character thinks as well, so... And it's just hitting me. I mean, like, you know, we could descend. I mean, we may well descend into just talking about this for hours. But, um, I mean, it's it's hitting me right in the RPG sweet spot. Uh-huh. There's enough quests to do. The curve is nice enough. You know, like, I did die. I have had a game over screen hmm. because I did a quest and it turned out there was, like, a level 38 creature just nearby. And we were, like, level 7. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, he's he's right there. <laughs> was was it nighttime? No, 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 no. I haven't been out in the nighttime yet because they make it sound so scary that I'm like, screw that noise. I'm not going out. <laughs> so I wanted to talk to you or Stu about actually going out in the night. Like, is it possible? Can you survive it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, is it not like massively over leveled enemies and stuff? No. Like, let's okay. say, um, for example, for reference, all right, in the first region of the game where you're fighting like level 10 or something like that, mm. but at nighttime, you may come up with a monster that is level 30. Wow. You can, okay. you can take him down. He's going to hit hard. If you have enough level, he's not going to really pose a lot of trouble for you. But. I gotta say, those fights, even if you are in a, at a disadvantage, they are so exciting. Yeah, so I know. It's but always it, the worth game, The game goes out of its way to go, don't be outside at nighttime. No, well, they say it's dangerous at nighttime, and it's true. No, but they keep telling you, and they keep saying, and like, you're driving, and then, like, I even risked it once, because uh, normally you can set, because uh, you've got a car, which is something else weird in Final Fantasy. Yeah. 
But something else is central, right? The car is quite central to... The car is the fifth character. Yeah, yeah right. pretty much. <laughs> um, but you have a car. You can drive around. It's a road trip, essentially. Mm. You're on this big, crazy road trip with your little pals. But like when you go to a town and places like this, people are normal. Right. You know, they're wearing normal clothes. Like, the world is quite fantastic. You have, like, big arches of where, like, and crystals and where meteors have hit the world and they've got all this sort of beautiful scenery. But the day-to-day stuff is quite normal. People are driving, like, sort of almost 1950s American-style cars. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so cool how they've welded these different aesthetics to each other. So you're walking through a town and, like, you know, a woman will walk past just wearing, like, a, a summer dress. And it or, feels normal, yes. Yeah, it feels normal. People are wearing t-shirts and jeans and walking around and things like that. You know, Nobody is massively outlandish. You do get some crazier characters, like the mysterious dude that shows up at one point mm. and flips you a coin. He's like super outlandish, but you're like, okay, it all works together. So you can be driving your car down a road past the blast site of a meteor, which is being used to power a, an entire city or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're still like, but this is perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, kids kids are sitting on a table enjoying a picnic while you can go chocobo racing <laughs> next door. Um, but I forgot what I was going to say now. I've lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about nighttime. Yeah. So, you know, even driving. Normally what you can do is you can uh, – driving is automatic. You can – your other buddy can drive and you basically auto-select where you want to go. And if you've been there once or twice, you can then choose to pay in-game money mm-hmm. to fast travel. Just mm-hmm. skip the... Because otherwise you're actually just watching them talk or sit there as you're driving. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's it's kind of cool because events will happen in those moments. So if you pick, I need to go there, and you've never been there before, you will have to be driven there. Sure. And again, there's an insane amount of details. Like, Bob, I don't know, um, Gladiolus, for example. Gladio is your mm-hmm. big, burly companion. Yeah. When it, Sometimes when he's in the car, he'll like push his hair out of his eyes and he'll get a book out. Yeah, I see. And it. he'll be reading. But you can see the kanji in the book. <laughs> you can read <laughs> that he's reading Japanese text in the book. And it's like, that's such an amazing level of detail for what is essentially an extended cutscene. Mm. I've know? noticed as well. Some of the details that, for example, if it's raining, then uh, the car will pull over the cover. So mm. you are no longer a coverless car. And you, yeah, because yeah. you're, you're normally a, a... It's a convertible, um, you know? So Yeah. So you could have it like without any hood or with... The, I don't even know if it's the, the right English word, but yeah. The roof, yeah. The roof, but, yes, um, But no, I even noticed like if you're out in the rain, you know, like I've been, I've had most of my characters set up as not having jackets on. Mm-hmm. as their standard like outfit mm-hmm. and then if you're out in the rain they like one of them will say like put your jacket on or you'll get cold <laughs> yeah little things like this but um again i've lost what i was gonna say oh <laughs> uh, yeah so when you're driving around like you're driving and it's automatic and then if it gets to night time you'll stop you'll get a cutscene where your driver ignis will be like dude it's super dangerous we should either turn back or park if there's a like a safe parking location nearby. And you can choose to just override him, in which case he makes you take the wheel. Okay. And then it becomes manual driving. He's like, I'm not driving anymore. I'm going to get the back. 
Um, but the game for me, it makes such a big deal about this darkness and being super dangerous that I literally have not been out at night and I'm like 13 hours into the game. All right. I recommend you try it once. If yeah, you, I'll, if go, it back, makes I'll you... go back to the original. I'll go back to the Hammerhead starting location and, and stay there at night. If it makes you feel better, just save the game before. Yeah. But, but try it out. Yeah, there are, yeah, no, there are I, also no, some yeah. quests that can only be done at nighttime. Oh, wow. So, so new side quests appear or... Right. Well, n- not appeared, but l- let's say you get a side quest and they tell you this side quest can only be carried out at nighttime. Do you want to wait? Right. Okay. Okay. I haven't got that far yet, but um, no, it's, it's just for me, it's hitting all these right notes. Like you've got a cool cast of characters like um, Prompto. Prompto. Yeah. yeah, Prompto is like, uh, he's a photographer. So something else you can do is when you when you rest in any location, you can review the photographs that he took through mm. the day. Yeah, I've seen some this of them Twitter. are really good. Yeah, some yeah, of them no, are really, some really, good. really nice. And you can save up to like 150 of them. And I'm guessing, it's just a guess here, but I'm guessing when you get to the credits of the game, that 150 photos will be used over the credits of the game. That would be cool. That's what I'm thinking. I'm just, you know, uh, like, there's got to be a reason. Like, it's not going to be a space issue, but there's got to be a reason. Like, maybe they've timed it so 150 photos will fit nicely. Over Sounds the like a good idea. Like, does it automatically happen, right? Can you delete them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you can delete them. You save the ones you want. So maybe yeah. you might end up and only have 60 photos. <laughs> that would be a sorry credit screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also you can talk to, like, uh, occasionally Prompto will ask you. He's like, Hey, like I know I'm the photographer, but what would you like to see? And you get like a choice of four things that you could tell him to photograph more hmm. until you next rest. Crotches. Mm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, you know, down tops, whatever. You know. <laughs> but uh, the other thing that you can set up, which I just think is equal parts hilarious, amazing, and kind of cute, is that he's like a, he's got a pistol. That's his weapon. And he doesn't really get involved in the combat. He's like out on the sides picking off shots. Um, but you can set each character has a combat skill, so they will automatically engage in combat, do their own things. Right. And as you build up a tech bar, you can activate that tech bar to tell a companion to do a specific, like, special move. Hmm. Um, Prompto special move is normally pistol related. Like he will take like an armor piercing shot or whatever. But you can change that and have him take a sh- like a photo in the battle, <laughs> which levels him up as a photographer and gives you different <laughs> photos when you get to the resting thing. Like he'll be taking a selfie, and <laughs> you'll be like smashing somebody oh, in the nice. face with a sword behind him at um, the expense of his damage. Technical entirely yeah, yeah. the expense of him being able to to cause damage to enemies. It's beautiful. It's like I think you should do that you know, at night, Tom. I think you should combine both these things and get some good, good. night shots. Yeah, yeah. yeah, see if he's got a flash on it or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of cool because, you know, obviously I've set that up as his skill because I think that is the character that he is. Yeah. And it, there's even like a whole animation, like everybody's got the special attack animation and he's got this one where he just slides into battle and does a selfie with his camera. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I've got to try that. Have you not done it yet? I've, yeah, I just have him with a useful combat skill so far. I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, very uh, practical, dude, Bob. This <laughs> yeah. is that the 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 combat. I mean, he he does take pictures in the combat. In fact, he t- he takes some really good moments because pictures are taken randomly. You know, you are like doing your own thing, 
And he just randomly takes pictures and you review them and you f- you find some really cool moments. Mm. So so I don't I didn't really think it was necessary to have them that skill. No, it just levels him up much faster. Okay, uh, if that's yeah. the case, uh, it levels his photography skill up much faster. Should I say? What, mm. what would, does uh, that What does that change though when he's higher level? More filters, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get yeah, you get filters. I think you get the uh, different poses for selfies and such. Whenever yeah, he gets, he gets like random energy. selfie ability. So then you start to see changes in the photos that you review at the end. Got it. Okay. No, that's definitely worth it. I think you made the right decision there, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And it is. It fits. It all ties in. Like, I'm I'm playing the game as if we're just a bunch of buddies on a road trip. Like, right. okay, you get to slaughter giant monster. And I've seen some combat footage from later on in the game, and I'm like, holy shit, this is going to get rough. Oh, yeah. Because at the moment, you're tangling, you know, with enemies that I can pretty much deal with, and they're all sort of humanoid and normal size. Mm. But I've seen some late game stuff, and you're just like... <laughs> this is gonna get are, you, messy. are you enjoying the combat? Like I've seen that there's like a dash, like a teleport move kind of thing that Noctis well, I'd can like do. To, I'd like to hear Bob's thoughts on this first, yeah, yeah. Um, right? As the veteran, so, the the combat, as I mentioned before, is completely different to any other Final Fantasy game that I've played. It reminds me a lot more to Kingdom Hearts, which is nice because I really like Kingdom Hearts. Mm. So it's like an an action, a real time action game. But it's not quite but, it's not quite a character action thing like Devil May Cry or anything like that, right? Not really. I mean you can you can do combined stuff, you can get some style if you want, but it will not provide you any bonuses or anything. So Got it. Yeah, it's it's up to you. Um, well, I disagree. But well, continue. that depends, yeah. That depends <laughs> on the weapon vulnerabilities or skill like blind blindside or stuff like that. But yeah, anyway. Uh the one thing that bothers me really in the combat is the camera. It can be really bad sometimes. Especially if you lock on, it will just set the camera. I don't know. If if the enemy is a flying enemy, that's it. You will not see anything. If there is a tree behind or something, then yeah, you're going to only be, be seeing the tree. So um, you will eventually develop um, a, like some sort of skill to know exactly when to lock on into the enemies and when not to because the camera will not help. Yeah. You so. get the Tiger Woods uh, camera. Sounds like Dark Souls, actually. Like... Darks, remember when we were doing the marathon in Dark Souls, you would choose not to lock onto something because it was just going to do you more harm than than good. Yeah, but in this, it's a it's a little more frenetic. Okay. Mm. You know, like I went to pick up some gemstones for a quest the uh, yesterday, and then uh, like an imperial ship came over and dumped out like eighteen soldiers, and I locked onto one, and it was like, no, the camera can be behind this rock. <laughs> Fine. Pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But the combat is is both simple and deep. Yeah. So at its simplest, it's literally holding down circle on the PlayStation. Um, is it out on Xbox? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yes, it is. It's okay. con- but it's not out on PC. Yeah. Mm. So you hold down circle and you sort of move your stick around as you want. That kind of changes your move. Um, you can dodge or mm-hmm. parry with square, depending on when you hit it. Like the, the the game will tell you block. And if you manage to block at that point, you can parry. Oh, okay. And that opens up like a massive counterattack. Um, if you happen to be in the same area as your friends at that point, you can build up link strikes. 
So, like, if you block them parry successively and somebody happens to be stat, uh, stood next to you, you can, like, link up these enormous hits. Um, but that's basically it. That's the basic combat. It's literally hold down, not even tap. Yeah. You just hold down circle and, and move yourself around. But as the player character, you get four slots for weapons. Mm-hmm. And they have their weapons. They don't have them like on their backs or whatever. It's almost like he materializes his weapon out of thin air. Mm-hmm. It's like a magic thing. He's like, Poosh, and the weapon appears. And you can set them up. As the player character, you get access to every weapon tree mm-hmm. in the game. So at the moment, I've got like my first is a broadsword. So it's quick, light attacks. Mm-hmm. My second is the is it the Matsune or Matsume weapon? Oh, I forgot to take that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's so much better than the normal one. It's yeah. a giant Sephiroth-sized two-handed katana. I wonder if it will be still relevant on my level. Oh, well. uh, yeah, no, because it, it it tallies to your level. It's it's ah, okay. still better. It's I mean, I've got the second weapon from the vendors, mm-hmm. like not the starting double-handed sword i've got the next one up from that and the matsuni was still better than that. okay okay um in my third slot i've got a javelin like a powered javelin uh like a chain javelin or something hmm. um and then now because i've got to a certain part in the story i have like a mystical weapon in my fourth slot but you can also equip magic in one of those slots you can build your own spells we should talk about that we should talk about that in a minute. But you can equip these four slots. And basically, when you get into combat, you start fighting. You might notice that your weapon is doing piss-all damage against somebody. So you're like, you know, against humanoids, for example, the bigger, heavier swords tend to do way more damage. Mm. But you're slow. Right, right. But if you hit, you you hurt them. So, And also, as the player character, as Noctis, you get the ability to warp. Yeah, this is this di- this sort of tran- teleporting thing that I've seen people doing. Yeah, so you've got different things. You can either warp strike, which is you lock onto an enemy and warp at them. Mm. Uh, you basically throw your sword and warp to where <laughs> your sword is, and it's amazing. And then you just mess them up when you hit them. <laughs> it's so anime. It's so good. It's just like, bah, take that. <laughs> and a lot of the time, you will knock them flat on their ass. You know, as mm. as would happen if somebody throws double-handed katana around you. <laughs> but, um, you know, then you also have just a general warp that gets you out of trouble. Um, and you can also warp to different points, especially high points on the map. And when you're hanging from your sword or whatever and the high point of the map, you regain health and magic. I seem to just hang out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah just like, whew, out of combat, chill out, and then you can just warp straight back into combat. Right, right. And, you know. Um, so you've got, you know, like, it's a really simple thing. You're literally holding circle or warping, but the choices you make in that combat are up to you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, then you get a lot of context sensitive stuff, which aren't necessarily triggered by you. Like you were saying about the blind side link, mm-hmm. Bob. So if you manage to get behind an enemy and there happens to be one of your compatriots next to you or near you within mm-hmm. a certain radius, you will link up for like a massively devastating strike. They really time. make a difference. I mean, they're yeah. really, really powerful. So it, it it pretty much emphasizes the importance of the French, the friends, and the and the party itself. It's mm. not just Noctis; it's everyone. Yeah, and, and like there's the a really theme. cool one. Like the animations are really cool. Like there's one with Prompto with his pistol. Like he's like behind, 
and he throws his pistol to Noctis, and Noctis throws his sword to Prompto. <laughs> and then they use each other's weapons to just mess up an enemy, and it'll take, like, you know... And then you have the different techs that you can set up on the other characters. So you get, for example, like, I don't know what you're using with Gladio, Bob, but I'm using Dawnhammer. Yeah, Dawnhammer is, is the one yeah. that I'm using as well. So it's a massively, massively powerful double-handed weapon strike. Um, but if you do it, you get a, like a little quick time event where like a, a an icon sort of fills in. Mm. And at the right time, if you hit it, Noctis, your character, teleports in to do the same strike mm, on okay. an enemy. So if you, you know, it's all about being, seeing where your team are, yeah. feeling what they're doing, and then teaming up on people. You know, like uh, Ignis has a skill which is Mark, where he will pick targets, mm. and then Noctis will just zip between those targets, like almost like warp between all the targets. Okay. Mm. I no that longer use good. that for Ignis. <laughs> no? No, I use one that is super useful called Regroup. So okay. You should definitely use that because that Ignis doesn't I think really. I unlocked it for him, but yeah. yeah. In that case, if you use it instead of attacking, Ignis just says everyone regroup and then all come together and they heal completely. So oh, that, what? That's like really, really useful. Shit, son. That's what I'm doing after <laughs> this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, he's got this skill which is marked. So it's again picking the tech, picking the accessories, picking the weapons. Mm. Uh, because each character gets the ability to carry a secondary weapon or spell. Mm. So if you're creating the magic, you can get them to use spells, but also you can get like machinery, like uh, Prompto either has, for me, either has his pistol or an enormous repeating crossbow. <laughs> and he will use that on occasion. He'll just drop it out and just be like, bah, 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 and just fire this crossbow at people. Mm. And it's wonderful to see. <laughs> But yeah, Bob, tell us about the magic, because magic is involved, but it's not really like a cornerstone for me. No, I mean, regularly on Final Fantasy, the magic has always been very important. But mm. in this, in this, magic has been like transferred into some sort of second plane, so to speak. But it can really be a game changer in a fight. Mm. So magic is very, very limited. You have like very few magic flasks, which is where you, where you store your spells. And you have three different elements. You have fire, uh, ice, and lightning. And um, in order to make the spells, you have to combine this, these elements. So you can just like use all of your fire reserves to make a powerful fire spell. Or you can just use like fire and, and blizzard in order to make um, a, a new oh, kind no. of... Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's like some sort of... I think it's called unicast, which is basically casts either random fire... Powered up fire or powered up blizzard, and um, or rain. Yeah, yeah or, exactly. All that. <laughs> Sorry, sounds like all, all that. water, like yeah. yeah. Steam, S- <laughs> super soccer. Yeah. My hair, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Everybody just goes frizzy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the 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 more amount of element that you use, the more powerful the magic is. And you can also use an additional item from your regular items in order to power up the magic even more. So, for example, it would give you extra experience when you cast it, or it would heal you, mm. or it would just multiply the times that it cast itself, like five times, for example. So it's really, but really always, powerful. always at the sacrifice of an item. So when you're yeah. when you're crafting these spells, for the first couple of spells I made, I just did pure energy. pure fire, pure yeah, yeah. yeah. Same here. And then I, I made thought- this one. 
like healing Thundara. Yeah. So it's a level 99 lightning spell that also heals the caster as it goes. But you have to sacrifice a health potion to to do that. But that's another good thing about the game as well. That the like the actual potions and stuff, they're not massively overpriced or rare, but you have to prepare yourself with them. Mm. Mm. Um like, you know, it's not like, oh, health potions are super scarce and I'm gonna die because I didn't have enough going into this battle. It would be more like I didn't have enough going to this battle because I forgot to go to the shop. <laughs> and I've only got two health potions. <laughs> but yeah, the spells, I mean, because uh, you can equip them to your secondary characters, but what I find is they tend to be AoE. Yeah. <laughs> and they tend to hurt you. <laughs> They're very dangerous when you leave them to your friends, yes. Oh. <laughs> they are really dangerous. Like, Gladio is just like, fire! And I'm like, <laughs> no, no! I'm like, no! Just this random monkey we just found <laughs> blasted with the most powerful magic ever. Yeah. <laughs> And Noctis is rolling around on the floor like, duck and roll, man, duck and roll. (laughs) (laughs) It's why you should never, never, ever give your drunken friends massive amounts of magical abilities. (laughs) I just found that it's actually way more useful to save them for boss fights or something because they can really, really turn the tides of a battle real quick. Hmm. Yeah. But I did a hunt. Um, I think it was a mission hunt. I don't think it was one of the side mission hunts. So, Bob, as a Monster Hunter fan as well, is this tickling your little itch to, you know, go hunt beasties out in the wild? Uh, it's different. I mean, Monster Hunter and, and this is, yeah, you just set on a quest in Monster Hunter and uh, you have to depend on your skill to to fight and to complete the quest, you know? But mm. Final Fantasy it reminds me more of, um, well, you said that you played a little bit of 12, Rob. Mm, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you got to that feature, but the the hunt feature was already there. So you would like take a contract. They would tell you the monster is here. Go fight yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So that's I pretty much be the more same or less thing. level bo- be- level yeah. based, right? Right. Yeah, it's level yeah. based. Of course, you can you can actually use skill in order to make it easier or faster, or maybe take on higher level challenges. Mm-hmm. But it's not the main factor. Also, the game won't let you take on the higher challenges. They're grayed right. out if they know that it will just murder you straight up. Right, right, yes. Yeah, like, I've I've got one left. Uh, I went to the Chocobo post, mm-hmm. and there's a mission that you have to do, which is, like, a big hunt. And that was actually quite tough, and that was, like, you, you need to use magic mm. in this case because you need to, you know, detonate oil barrels and piss off the monster or whatever till you can <laughs> bring him down. That was a really good um, one. Yeah, it was a good mission. It was a really good mission, actually. Um, very well planned out. Um, but yeah, the rest of the hunts in there, they would actually like gray them out. It's like, no, this is a level 21 monster and you're only level 14. Mm. So you're going to get ass beat <laughs> and you can't go and do those. Mm. But the other thing is, this is the, the, this is the thing. The quests are so spot on so far. Right. Which is why it makes me so sad that people are just playing it through the story, ignoring all the side quests, completing it in 12, 26 hours, and then saying it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, man, no, please. Just- so, I, separate yeah. from that, though, I've heard that the game really opens up when you finish it. Like, obviously, you neither of you know what that means, but, right. like, this stuff, the hunt stuff sounds like it continues. Like, I don't know what that means, really, but there are so many side missions and so so many things going on that like some of the best missions are late game or post completion stuff like that sounds um 
Sounds like even though the story can be done in like 24, 25 hours, there's a lot in there. Like you guys have yeah. spent, well, you said you spent between 15 and 20 hours on something quite early. Like th- there must be plenty going on. Yeah. But yeah. the game doesn't drive you as well. Like it's there's a little mm. bit of ludo uh, narrative dissonance in the fact that it's like everything submerged. Thing, yeah, yeah, massive right. thing happens. Motherfucker, let's get this shit done. And then you're like, twenty seven side quests later. I'm gonna, gonna do, do some fishing. Race. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much fishing, fishing, chocobo racing. Not don't giving a shit about my dad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> And there is that, but there there is that ludo narrative dissonance in every RPG. Absolutely, Pretty I mean, much. Jesus wept. By the time I came to do the last boss in Morrowind, I just flicked him and he died. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, I am the god now," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it was true because I went and did literally everything you could do in Morrowind before I even delivered the first package that sets you on the quest line in the main storyline. Right. So I walked up to the boss with level 100 skills and everything, wearing, you know, like pure angelic armor. And I was just like, what are you going to do? You got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Going to punch you so hard, your mum's going to (laughs) hurt. But yeah, I mean, coming back with what Rob said, uh, I heard as well that, but Mm. it actually opens up whenever you finish the main story. And it is a constant in Final Fantasy games that there is always an optional boss that is like three times the challenge as the last boss easily and and it's always optional so it's only like you don't even get anything well maybe you get something really cool but it's something you don't need by then so yeah. never what happens at the end of final fantasy games you mean <laughs> you, you see the credits <laughs> yeah but like we're talking you play it again and that's where you have this optional thing or is it something from no. before you go and like, in pretty, yeah, in pretty much every other, I mean, on the old school Final Fantasy games, I mean, from 12 and before. Yeah. So that is like the last checkpoint that it will tell you, yeah, there's no coming back now. Okay. okay. So from here on, you can just do whatever. And then you can have, that is the end game, basically. Sure. But we so don't know what's only- in this one. Like you guys don't know what's, what the end means on this one and whether you can whether the open world like because it's open world maybe it still remains accessible once you once the credits roll or something maybe maybe yeah i'm I'm really not sure yeah but i'm Mm. gonna play it in the way that i play rpgs which is mopping up every last bit of content before Mm. i go for that last boss Mm -hmm. you know and the thing is in this game the the biggest bugbear that I had with Final Fantasy X, for example, is mm. there's not really what you would call random encounters. Sure. There's enough quests and things to be doing, and then if you play it smart, like Stu mentioned, that he like basically banked his experience. Okay. Because what you do in this is like, you collect experience by doing quests, killing monsters, yada, yada, yada. But until you rest, that XP doesn't get converted into levels. Okay. So he basically banked something like, I think he said something like 30,000 XP. 100,000, he told me this morning. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so he was banking like all this all this XP like and not resting. So he was just driving his characters to the limit of what they could do. Because the problem is, as you get injured and as you get tired, like damaged, your like, 
total ex- uh, health. The maximum goes down. HP, yeah. Yeah, you have maximum HP, and then you have like what you recover. So it's a bit like Bloodborne, in the way that when you get hit, you will lose XP, but then you can cure the XP back, and if you do it fast enough, you yeah, stay okay, at the same yeah. maximum XP. But when your maximum XP goes down, you die. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And the longer you go, obviously, the more battles you have where you're being less successful, the the less and less, you know. So if you get end up in a big fight, mm. you'll have some trouble. But he was saying, like, he was banking this XP, and then he paid 10,000 gil to stay in the swanky-ass hotel, which is on, like, a tropical island, and it's super beautiful. So normally, uh, in the game, what you can do is you can camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And camping banks your XP gets Ignis to cook a meal, which improves his native skill, which is cooking, which gives him new recipes, etc., etc. Um, you get to train, which is actually a really good way of getting action points, uh, or the, what is it, ascension points. Yeah. Um, you can train, which is really nice, like having combat practice and stuff, and if you win, you get extra ascension points. Um, and then you sleep, you tally up your experience, and you can you get the benefits of eating food, which helps in battles, this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or you can pay money to stay in hotels, which means you don't use your food resources, but you don't get the benefits of eating, mm-hmm. um, but you rest better. So let's say you spend 30 gil to stay in a camper van, you get like 1.2. 1. 1.4, yeah, 1.2 times yeah, XP. Times the XP. So if you've banked 1,000 XP, you'll get 1,200 XP instead. Sure, yeah. So what Stu did is bank an absolute like shitload of XP, then pay ten thousand gil to go spend the night in the hotel that gives you two times XP. Uh, I see. Okay, I got it. And yep. he just pumped like something like fourteen levels. His his <laughs> circle was just going around like woo. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's yep. always that trade off. It's like, do we keep adventuring and then go to the nearest camp spot? Do we return to town and pay a bit of money to stay? Sounds in like, like a- there's a bit of a risk reward in terms of like your health bar getting unmanageable eventually. Yeah, uh, and and that's why you would want to camp more often. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Basically. And okay. also, that's- if you're shit scared of the dark, like I was, you <laughs> yeah. camp every day. There's no way to do this without spending at least like seven or ten days without sleeping or resting. Mm-hmm. in game so mm-hmm. that means like day and night cycle 10 yeah. times oh, I see, and you I see. could you could potentially wait out a night cycle because mm. yeah. you can go to various spots where they've got big lamps and stuff and <laughs> you can just hang out there and the demons won't attack you okay. that are present in the night but it's obviously it's not real time but an hour is probably what 10 minutes in game time or something kind of yeah I think <laughs> yeah so you would be saying, like, to to stay out a night cycle, you would be spending... An hour. An hour. Oh, yeah, more or yeah. less. Kicking around, doing nothing, unless you're out fighting the demons. And like Bob said, that's a pretty tough ask mm. at yeah. any but, level. But it's also a really big reward if you beat him. Okay. Loads of XP. And how many... Like, how common is it? Like, if you go out, is it, like, the one demon and then you'll be all right? Or is it, like, constant no. oppression? <laughs> No, no, it's not. And, and and you don't even see them in the world, so demons just appear out of nowhere. Oh shit. Okay. So yeah. You you so may I, be driving yeah, you may be driving and then you can you just see a hand coming out of the road and it's like, Oh shit and oh, then really? immediately drifts, park the car and go get it on fight. So yeah, that, Christ, that happens. I'm so glad that I haven't seen this. <laughs> yeah, the first time I saw that it also freaked me out. It's like, Oh my god, get out of the car, leg it on the other direction immediately. <laughs> 
So yeah, yeah I spent course. I spent a long time in typical Final Fantasy mode trying to look for the flea button. <laughs> yeah. And there is no flea button. You, you, you just have run. To, you yeah. run out of the circle of influence of the enemies. Yeah. But um yeah, basically I think we can say I you know, we should probably wrap it up before we bore everybody to death, but <laughs> Final yeah. Fantasy 15 came out last Tuesday. So it's mm-hmm. been a week and a yeah, like 8 days. Right, yeah. And I can honestly say it's just like punched its way right into my top 10 this year. I wasn't it's expecting fantastic. that. Absolutely it was totally not knows. expecting him to land this game. Like the the uh, turmoil around development, the fact that it was called Final Fantasy thirteen versus originally the yeah. demo, which wasn't very good. Like Bob, did you ever play that demo that they released? Yeah, I I played both. I mean there was a demo for people who pre ordered Final Fantasy Type Zero, which <laughs> okay. I got and, and Oh that and was the first one. It. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that was the first one. That that is already like a year old. Yeah, yeah. So that's a demo is a year old. So yeah, I played that and it was okay. I mean, it got me mm. like a nice feeling of what the game is going to be played like. Yeah, yeah. But it was buggy. It was imperfect. It was, of course, not optimized. There were many things left out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, the game is much, much better now. And, then, the and sec- then they made another one. Yeah, the second demo took place in like a toy, like yeah. a, in, in a child's room or something, from what I remember. The thing... The thing with the second demo is that people thought it would be like a playable demo that is part of the story or something. Right. But in fact, in fact, it's a tech demo in disguise. Because you, you are placed in the, into a big room where you uh, press a button in the floor and then it changes from day to night just to show you that the game can handle day and night oh, cycles. Oh, yeah, okay, so, yeah. So it wasn't so like it, some dream sequence from later in the game or something like that. No, I mean, actually... they, they tried to justify it like that. Yeah, it's a dream sequence. It's like, oh my God, Jong, Young Noctis is tripping or something. Mm. And and that presented it. But in, in fact, it was just a tech demo. They just needed to justify it like somehow in the story. Yeah, yeah. You don't really need to play it in order to understand at all. So mm-hmm. it's something that, yeah, if you want to see what the engine is capable of and what, what happens with that, Give it a try, but do yeah. not expect to have a, a, a fun gameplay experience on it. Yeah, but, but whatever happened with that, it left people worried about the the final version of the game. And going into this release, I wasn't really thinking about it. Like, I've I've not enjoyed a Final Fantasy game in ages. I was expecting it to be overwrought and just very self, you know, serving. Yeah. yeah, exactly, mm. self-referential and a bit too heavy. But it turns out that. It's something I'm currently thinking about as like, do I need to to play this at some point? And I guess the answer is yes. Whether I yes, you do. get, I don't yeah. think I'll get to the, this year. That's I'm. It's just going to be something that I've missed in 2016. But I'm fine with that. But it's it's cool to hear that it is such a success. And we've got here with both of you guys a fa- a fan and a in quotes first timer, and both of you are enjoying it incredibly. Not, yeah. not yeah. I think it goes beyond enjoyment. Like I literally sat on the Saturday pass. Like I picked it up on on Friday evening. Yeah, booted it up on Saturday, and I didn't move. <laughs> uh, and by Sunday, like I haven't had time in the last couple of days, mm-hmm. and I, I, I'm like jonesing for it. But uh, <laughs> I, I put in twelve hours between Saturday and Sunday. Decent. And that was effortless. But that was effortless. That yeah. wasn't like I'm going to try and push my way through and see how many, you know, how many hours I can get in. That was just like somebody take this away from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like even, I even went out on Sunday afternoon and my excuse for going out was like, I don't want to play any more Final Fantasy because I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was literally that. Like, I could sit here for, like, days on a time. And I haven't felt that with an RPG possibly since Morrowind. Not even Witcher. Witcher was good, but Witcher was difficult. Yeah. Well, you like, played it on a hard difficulty, right? No. Fuck really? that. No, I played it on normal. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Witcher for me was a big surprise because it was more accessible than the other witches. Sure. That was the big and surprise. It was all like all the little side stories were meaty mm. and like the characters are always really enjoyable to experience. So, so let's, let's, let's do it more on that level. Like, mm. yeah, I think the Witcher and Final Fantasy 15 have a lot in common. Yeah, sure. they do. And I haven't yeah. even played the Witcher 3. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's an absolutely, like, it's a glorious world. Like, I am trying, as as I said on Twitter today, I think, like, people need to slow down. Yeah. Like, I just came into this one town, which is, like, a story-based mission to come to this town. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Physical decision, like, I'm not going to just press X to sprint. <laughs> I'm going to stand here, and I'm going to look around, and I'm going to soak this in. Because I see so many people talking about details in games in Twitter, and I, I am a bit guilty of rushing through stuff. So when I came to this new city, which is bigger than anything you've seen thus far, you've seen a couple of towns or homesteads, mm. and then you see like an actual city, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> you know? And even the game tries to help you. Like the first mission you get being in that city is do you want a tour around with your friend? Mm hmm. And I was just like, but there is the temptation also X to sprint, you know, whatever, right, like right. or R3 to sprint, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to walk. I'm going to digest it. And I think that probably there's going to be people that put in hundreds of hours in this game. I like will. 20, I'm for sure 26, will. 26 you could do, sure. But again, you know, I'm a person that finished Dishonored in the normal playtime. And I've just seen the Twitter account of somebody the other day um, uh, that was saying they'd done 171 hours on Dishonored mm. 1 what? and 82 hours on Dishonored 2 already. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, because they love those games. They get into those games. They've played through it in like high chaos, low chaos, different characters, sure. whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion, I don't think you can properly enjoy Final Fantasy, like enjoy in the most ample sense of the word. Mm. If you play less than 80 hours. 80 hours for me is the benchmark of an RPG. Yeah. I think that's what, RPG... people's talk, that, that's what people are talking about, right? And they're expecting to just, through whatever choices they make, still be left with an 80-hour experience by the end. Whereas this is yeah. a different beast. It's still Final Fantasy, as Bob says at the very start. It still feels like a Final Fantasy title. But you don't have the grind, yeah, which cuts out a lot of time. Because as long as you're doing the side quests and you're sleeping correctly and doing all that kind of stuff you're leveling up at the sort of correct rate mm-hmm. i mean like i say i'm i'm 13 or 14 hours into the game and i haven't come to a point where i feel outclassed unless it's a random encounter like oh there's a big monster down there let's go poke it mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh shit that's a level 38 monster run away <laughs> that that could be one of the my tiny criticisms that mm-hmm. you can't tell a monster's level until you're within combat range <laughs> well, if you see that is big and flamey, then you probably know it's bad. <laughs> well, yeah, there, there is the big flamey ones, you know. <laughs> but there have been times where, like, even a pack of like a herd of something, 
And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go over there and, and cause problems for this herd of things. And then they're oh, like, yeah. oh, they're a herd of level 27s. And I'm like, oh, shit, running away. <laughs> I, I had a few of unpleasant experience with soldiers as well. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, there's so many. I thought I could take them, but nope. And they're all two or three levels higher than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just... I don't care. Again, I think the splash screen is fully justified. Like, I don't give a shit if you have never played a Final Fantasy game. This comes out swinging, like yeah. really swinging in a in a desire to be the best game that came out in 2016. Yeah, it's going to be up there. Mm. It's going to be up there. Like, hopefully, I get to play a lot more of it before I do my final tally for the year. Sure. Yeah. But no game has made me just sit down and go, "Whoa." Hmm. Like this one. Yeah, you've enjoyed some games this year, like yeah, yeah, back, totally. but yeah, that's that's quite a statement. This is a, but this is a game that sort of punched me in the neck and gone, you're mine now. Mm. <laughs> we, <laughs> should, <laughs> we should actually compile we should actually compile it in an audio file or something, Tom's reactions. Because the dishonored made him made him go eh. <laughs> Final Fantasy made you go, Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Watch dogs maybe go <laughs> I'll platinum it, I guess. <laughs> okay. Which I did, not? by the way. There's your follow up cast right there. <laughs> GG. Platinum trophy. Yeah. I started yeah. it. I started it. Yeah. How many people have you killed with your yo yo? <laughs> <laughs> Does that actually kill them? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, it really sting. I've upset, I think, I think, uh, upset a few people with that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a pool ball and a string. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Cool. But um, yeah, anyway, let's let's stop the Final Fantasy like loving that we've got here. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's stop because we've been talking about it for an hour. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and we still haven't talked about Pokemon. No, you yeah. can put it in the show notes so you can say if you don't want to hear about Final Fantasy, <laughs> just fast forward to one hour. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So, which version did you pick up, Bob? I got Moon. Aha, so I got Sun, so we can tr- trade all those Pokemon and we'll end up getting nice. right, right? right? Nice. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, of course we can. Looking forward <laughs> you, to it. You can also um, kiss. I'll watch. It's fine. We, we don't need <laughs> Pokemon for that. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so I've played not too much. Um, I'm standing ready to take down the first Kahuna. Okay, I just not- did that. You just did that, okay? So we just pretty... did that. We are more or less on the same place. Yeah, so that's not really too much. Like my time says four hours, but it doesn't feel like it. I've had like ten hours. <laughs> I've got a problem oh, with what, updates. What are you doing, <laughs> Bob? Rob, we've told you we. I'm catching Pokemon, content. man. Yeah, we sponge content. It's like you know, <laughs> I'm the person who spent ten hours on the first No Man's Sky planet. Like you know, yeah, yeah. Bob is the person who is already outranking me on hours played in Final Fantasy. Right, and right. you don't you don't want to know no how further. much time I spent on the first No Man's Sky planet, man. <laughs> it's just more or less the same around, yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I appreciate, I appreciate what you guys are doing, but I can't, I can't see how I could find the time to do that. Like, I guess you no, guys, you're a butterfly. You're a butterfly. You know, I'll, I'll elaborate. Uh, I'll elaborate later in, at least in Pokemon. But yeah, yeah sure. y- you tell me what you think. Um, dude, I didn't really. I've only played four hours. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I think it's really cool, and I really That's like half of the original Tomb Raider. Wait, what? Yeah, is the, that well, the Tomb Raider reboot. The Tomb Raider reboot that was nine hours long. The entire story. Oh right, yeah, the wrong era. If yep. you can't, if you can't give me an impression after four hours, I don't want to know. You know. No, okay, I get it. Um, 
Yeah, I'm enjoying did it. Did you so poke any mons? I did poke many mons. Um, right. Not as many as Bob, <laughs> apparently. Um, no, I'm I'm enjoying it, and having not followed Pokemon since Gold, Silver, okay, which was that's... the first, the first, uh, <laughs> the first sequel, gener- the second, yeah, the first sequel, the second generation. Um, I haven't played any properly since then. As I mentioned last week, I've owned a few here and there, but not played past where I am now. Um, which which um, led me to like second guess whether I was going to bother this time. But the reason that I jumped in be- was because it looked different enough. It looked like it had evolved. Pardon the Yay! funny thing. <laughs> it, it looked like it had, it had um, done enough to warrant its existence past just being past just being another Pokemon game. Yeah. <laughs> We've lost Tom, by the way. He's completely he's dead. Still laughing at his own joke. Luckily, it was my joke. Luck- it was his joke. <laughs> well, luckily enough, we don't need you for this discussion. So, <laughs> if you can recover yourself in the next fifteen minutes, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it, and most of the Pokemon I don't recognise, and I don't know whether that's from that's because they're all new to. Um, what were you on? sun and moon or whether they're yeah. from like the last few generations like i don't know how many there are now like i, 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 I assume like a thousand or something like that i think it's like 800 no yeah i think it is 800 but i'm not 100 percent sure it's sure. just way too many anyway. yeah it's just a it's a huge amount so i've not even there's been maybe two battles in that four hour period where i've seen this like i've seen a, a pokemon for the second time it's usually been well the only time i've seen like a pokemon come again is like that that Donald Trump weasel thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's fucking everywhere, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like the real one. Rampant. Is that yeah. like the the drowsy of this game? Then because I was playing Pokemon Go and I I stopped playing Pokemon Go because I only got drowsy. Yeah, that was different for me much. here. Like I had lots of Rattatas and no. bats, zoo bats. Um, I'm yeah. all about give me Gengar or give me death. <laughs> That's funny. I saw like that weird. Um, like eel Pokemon across the uh, across the way from where I live, but I could never find it. But um, I'm enjoying this game way way more than Pokemon Go because it's well, uh, there's more to it. Of yeah. course, it's difficult. It's not really worth comparing. Um, However, no, it is worth comparing because I don't know about where you guys are in Germany and Spain, but mm. in England they're using that in publicity, like the big posters they're using in the tube, for example, to advertise. It's like the perfect follow up to Pokemon Go. And you're like, well, you need an entirely different device and set of skills. But yeah. yeah. Apart from that, it's the perfect follow. No, it's clever marketing because if you f- are feeling the Pokemon bug, uh, yeah. then then they might well get you with that. And it's clo- it's just a Pokemon game, right? There's nothing. It's not doing anything um, to Mold completely change. Like, if you didn't like any of the previous games, if you tried them, then you're not gonna appreciate this one i don't think but there's way more to it in terms of it feels more like a thoroughly uh fleshed out rpg like there's more to it there's there's like a more of a story going on it's not just a case of go out into the world and beat the beat the following gym gym owners um there is that element where you're going to different islands but you have to like complete challenges in order to go up against the challenge creator or something like that and then after that you get to go against the island like there's like four islands and each island has 
a big kahuna, which is like the master uh, Pokemon trainer of, of the region. Um, but again, like neither of us have got super far through to see much more than that. Um, but you're four hours in and you're taking down the first kahuna. So how yeah, does that That's quite early. Ring? I don't think Are it's we talking just, about a 16 hour game here. No, I think it's going to be way longer no, than no, that. No. This feels, uh, it feels like I've not actually finished a tutorial. Okay. Yeah. Like I found I found I've, the first island to be really small, so it's, yeah. I expect it to become a lot bigger. I think that's exactly it. Like the first island feels like the tutorial. You get to see all the elements as you go through. Like you're you're grooming your Pokemon. You have to like rub Don't them to word. make them. You have to. Well, give, but it's correct though. What uh, you're, yeah. you're chatting to them on internet forums, pretending to be a exactly. Yeah. That's just creepy. I've seen gifts of the creepiness that's going on with Groovy. Yeah, and, and depending on which Pokemon it is, it looks potentially even weird. really yeah. bad. Yeah, really, really bad. It looks like you should be on a register of some description. Yeah. Well, you can, like, there's an element of, like, if your Pokemon um, gets too wet in a fight because it's fighting against, like, a water Pokemon, then you can blow it down with a hairdryer. Okay. Um, or if it gets dusty because it's against like a sand creature, then you can like brush it off, um, which just reduce like removes that status effect for the next battle. It's never been there before, but it's got like a Tamagotchi kind of Nintendo yeah, like feel. It would be like having a, like an actual horse. You know, you never put your mm. horse away wet. You know, right? Never put your horse away wet. No, that's that's some quality advice. I'm glad you've listened this far in the podcast to uh, get that advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. For those of you that can afford a horse, like us rich people. <laughs> Out so, here. Oh, of course, yes. three, three, people, <laughs> three people listening to our podcast, how many of them do you think they will be able to afford a, po- a horse? Do they, the amount I've paid Mike for his... Mike, do you have a horse? Yeah, the amount of... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I digress. Um, so, is it? Would you recommend it for a non-Pokemoner? If yeah. that's the big thing of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy comes in and it's like, I don't care if you ever liked this game before. I'm stealing your children. Mm, I think um, you still have to like the idea of catching creatures and building up a team, seeing them evolve, and it. This like the core mechanics are still turn-based combat, like and and yeah, then, like no, the rock no. paper scissors elements of which Pokemon are strong against which others. So. In that regard, like you have to still like that, but the actual the rest of the game has been really enjoyable so far, and, and far more. And you're not a pro trainer, absolutely I mean, not. No, there's like 600 Pokemon you don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I know yeah. the the core 151, and that's about it. Yeah, uh, but mm-hmm. I really want to see where Bob's at because hearing you play the same content or the same area that's been available for but for like two and a half times longer i'd like to yeah. see where you're at so you what have you played previously uh you mean on pokemon yeah, series? yeah. Uh, no in general pokemon all series. every single game you've ever played tell me now <laughs> okay so <laughs> open steam library <laughs> this is gonna take a while all right <laughs> <laughs> now for pokemon i haven't been as thorough as i have been with final fantasy but i have played a lot of them too okay so i have played pretty much all of the entries until black and white. Okay. That one, those ones I haven't played, black and white one and two, because it was the only, re- the only Pokemon game that had a, a, a numbered sequel, black and yeah. white. Whereas usually they just 
redo. No, they one. just do like different colors, different minerals, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, I played X, mm-hmm. and then they and then they released like uh, a remake of um, Ruby and Sapphire. That one I have not played either. Okay, and. Um, yeah, uh, the, the the mechanics, the basic mechanics are pretty much the same. This is the only one who has actually changed the way, as you mentioned before, that tackles the thing of, yeah, you're in this region, you're supposed to fight the gyms, get to the league and be the champion. Yeah. So it's different on that. That's been this the same like, for the whole series. For the whole 20 years of Pokemon. 20 years, by the way. Shit. Yeah. For the whole 20 years of Pokemon, this is the first time that they changed that basic formula, and it mm-hmm. works so well. Mm. I like it very, very much. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing it's that got really me nice in, change. right? Like that. Yeah. The idea that they finally sh- sh- shaken up something so core, um, even though they just replaced it with something that you could say is the same, but in a different package. Um, I think there's more to it than than that to just dismiss it on those grounds. But yeah, that's the reason I'm I'm here to play Pokemon again. Right. So, I mean, as, um, a, as an outsider, sorry to jump mm. in, but as an outsider, what keeps you coming back? To Pokemon? Yeah. Right now, the story. Okay. Right now. I mean, okay. But as a core mechanic, I mean, you just said it was 20 years and they've been like mm. hardcore in these games every, like, what, two years, shall we say? Mm. Yeah. Two to three, uh, I think so. It's just it's, an extreme. Well, it's more than 10 yeah. games because you've got double versions mm. for each one. Same game. It's the same game. Yes. Like the different, yeah. the differences this time, um, apart from the few Pokemon that are in one but not in the other, is that the Moon one is night time when it's actually daytime where you are, mm. uh, which is daytime when I play it because I always play it at night. There you go. And I <laughs> usually play it when I'm on the move, so I'm also playing it when it's daytime and it's daytime in my one because it's the sun. Edition. Yeah, to be fair, you can't live in Madrid and buy the moon version. That would be foolish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, so okay, I get the core hook of mm. grabbing them Pokemons, mm-hmm. stuffing them in your pockets or whatever you do. Um, in my balls, in my balls. Yeah, stuff them in your balls. In my great balls. <laughs> your ultra balls. <laughs> um, but at the same time, like I got bored of, let's say, Pokemon Go after about 20 minutes. Well, Pokemon Go is like a very much watered version of Pokemon itself. Sure, sure. But you're talking about playing a franchise of a game for 20 years, which is essentially the same bastard. But it's just a very solid RPG. Okay. I mean, if you But if is you it like an RPG? RPGs, it is completely an RPG, yes. Okay. Fuck because it, each, each one of your Pokemons have their stats. Each one of the Pokemons have their, uh, their progression system. You have a certain degree of customization of how you want to use them, the moves and the items that they hold, the composition of your team, that pretty much makes it a very unique and solid RPG. It's okay. really complex. So I have a 3DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a charger for my 3DS somewhere. That's Good. important. Good. Yeah. What do oh, I, I found my Vita for? charger. I found my Vita Woo! charger, Tom. Yay. Yes. So, <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> what nice. do I buy first as a Pokemon game? If you were gonna like hook me into this, just, just get straight with Sun and Moon. I think yeah. really just start. Yeah, from just start now. from it. It's Absolutely, fine. yeah. Otherwise, you just like. Have you played any before, Tom? No, literally nothing. Cool. Yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. My second yeah. recommendation would be if you can make yourself uh, with a copy of the DS version of Gold and Silver. All right. They're called like Soul Silver and Hard Gold for some oh, reason. Oh man, man! I was selling them. <laughs> yeah. Damage boxes. <laughs> 95 pounds wow okay yeah yeah Jesus. i'm not uh, yeah right. and they sold well, i sold them all 
we had like twenty copies of Heart Gold in in squashed boxes. Yeah. Incredible. Poke Walker, and they still sold oh, for the, like yeah, ninety five pounds. That's it. Yeah, the pedometer thing. I I had that one, but again, I played it yeah. for about. I played with the pedometer for more than I played the game. <laughs> this is why pronunciation <laughs> is important, kids. <laughs> <laughs> the pedometer. The pedometer. Yeah. Kids exchange. <laughs> oh, geez. yeah, exactly. <laughs> In any case, yeah, I mean, I would recommend you just start with Sun and Moon directly. If you mm-hmm. cannot get right. yourself a copy with Hardcore and Soul Server, plus the the style is completely different. So uh, the the DS one is still pixel art, which yeah. works really well. But the the 3D aesthetics that you get with Sun and Moon mm-hmm. and well X and Y Alpha and Alpha Ruby and such, those actually suit them very well. Okay, well, I'll I'll probably grab a copy of whatever suits this bastard english climate it's true and, not uh, yeah it's just gonna be gray yeah. all the time yeah can i get <laughs> pokemon dusk pokemon tea pokemon tea. overcast yeah pokemon it's a bit grim <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um yeah other than that to try it out it's all right all right fine. you've talked you've waxed lyrical enough that i would in, like consider buying a copy okay but yeah uh the difference between your gameplay and mine rob which is why I spend most of my time. So I probably spend the same amount of time than you did on progressing and on the island itself. Sure. But I spend many, many evenings in the Festival Plaza. In the what? Have you tried it? The Festival (laughs) Plaza. (laughs) The Festival Plaza is, in my opinion, a shit idea. (laughs) But but it's, it's pretty much where all the online functionality of the game is. So you can challenge people, you can trade with people, and you have to do it all through the Festival Plaza. Uh, I hate that. I really hate that I have to access the Festival Plaza in order to do that. But it's where it is. And I've been using a lot of a feature that was already present in Pokemon X and Y that made it the first time there. It's called the Wonder Trade. The Wonder Trade, you choose any of your Pokemons, and it just matches you with another player randomly mm. that is just trading a pokemon as well and you just trade it without telling what you're sending on without telling what he's sending so you usually just, get shit right not really i got all the starters like that oh. ah. yeah, some, s- some people actually were trading i just sent this donald trump weasel thing <laughs> <laughs> and they and they would send me a starter and then i would feel bad because it's like okay i just traded a starter with donald trump weasel right what is what is donald trump weasel's real name because i want to look at pictures uh, of this thing young goose young goose young goose i'll find it yeah. Donald Trump Weasel is giving me nightmares. That's going to be the that's well. And you now need to decide whether Young Goose or a picture from Final Fantasy is the cover of like this week's. Oh, damn, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one. I maybe think it, should, it probably has to maybe be Photoshop Young Goose in as the fifth <laughs> member of the party. The second, <laughs> the second search of when I put Young Goose in, the second search is Young Goose Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Young Goose. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. That is the Trump weasel. And, but yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, the um, the, the, with the Wonder Trade, I spent many, many hours because the practice that I'm following for this game, it's... <laughs> stop it, stop it. You're showing <laughs> yeah, me please. pictures. You're showing yeah, me pictures of the weasels now. <laughs> All right, so um, the, the practice that I'm following with this Pokemon in particular is that I capture everything I see, even if I already own it. Because if I already own it, then I offer it on Wonder Trade. Sure. And whenever I get something I don't own, then I keep that. Mm-hmm. 
Plus, plus an additional thing to know is that traded Pokemon gain twice as much experience as the regular Pokemon you catch. What? Well, <laughs> not, maybe maybe not twice, but it's definitely higher XP than regular Pokemon you capture. So it's Outlandish claims. Yeah, okay. Just, just, just get everything that That's you can from That's what they tell you. People. So you trade your shitty-ass Pokemon and you get, like, some <laughs> lemon of a Pokemon. Get a I, I mean, soiled I, diaper in a, fair, yeah. in a I've got, suit. I've got my fair share of Trump weasels as well, but I just, tra- <laughs> I just, just trade them, trade them back. back. So, exactly. <laughs> Whenever got, I just get one of them, I trade it back. back. <laughs> until like, I get yeah, something yeah. I like. It's a proper traded Pokemon, a, mate. Yeah, that it's a lyric to a Verve song. Traded. So just you try that. I mean, uh, in a carrier bag. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Whenever That's you have the chance, then yeah, just capture a bunch of stuff. Try wonder trade. See if you get something nice. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't seen that, and I've never played anything in a Pokemon. Like I've never played any multiplayer element of a Pokemon game. It's always been just playing the single player through, um, which I only ever achieved once with uh, red or blue. I can't remember. Um. Okay. Yeah, I'll give that a go. But that that help that like alleviates my fear that I'd missed some huge uh, single no. player element of of the. No, no, no. You did not. I mean, you've pretty much you've pretty much seen everything that the the regular island can offer. Mm-hmm. You will probably get you will probably get something else whenever you beat the Kahuna. Sure. But it's not really that much, and you can move on real quick. It sounds really good. The Wonder Trade thing, like it unlocks. It's like a an, really cool a, feature. Another dimension to the game. That sounds cool, yeah. Plus, I mean, it's not the only way to trade Pokemon. There's always a service that you can actually search for the Pokemon specific you're looking for. Specific ones you want, yeah. And they will yeah, and they will ask for a specific Pokemon instead. So Got you it. can trade it like that. Mm-hmm. But Wonder Trade is like a surprise box every time. You just send a random Pokemon and you get a random Pokemon from someone else. Yeah. And the currency is Trump Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> Trump, <laughs> Trump Weasels everywhere. <laughs> I'm really sort of half disturbed, half erect right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Thinking about Trump weasels. <laughs> okay. It's like everything I wanted from a politician and everything I wanted from an elongated rat. So it's fine. This was the incorrect uh, reaction to have to this, Tom. <laughs> Seek help. I have been I hope, drinking. I hope the, I the president-elect <laughs> is not listening. If If so, we we are sorry. No, 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 please, he'll just, he'll just give us a negative review on Twitter, so fuck that guy. Anyway, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you're probably going make, to go, make me go out and spend, like, whatever, 40 quid on a DS game, which is a yeah. bit upsetting. But it's 40 quid when it's... Never mind. I think we're getting something at work, actually, in the next month, so I'll hold fire until mm. I can get it at cost price. Do that, yeah. Yeah, um, but... I am intrigued by what you've been saying. I am intrigued by, like, if it's got these RPG elements, you know, I'm a sucker for that, so... Yeah, well, I'm... I've not played it much this week. Uh, I haven't played much of anything this week. Um, but I I am planning to keep going with it. Uh, right. Like, I know Bob's going to finish it without any problem. Like, he'll, he'll eventually get there. For me, I think it's the platform more than anything else that really makes it a barrier and something that is not immediately immediately accessible to me like i probably already have final fantasy 15 if i if if i could play that on my pc um mm-hmm. although i booted up my ps4 for the first time this week and i had a weird sense of a uh, weird sort of sensation of returning home uh I, I did it to download let it die which is a free 
to play game from this week. No, I've got uh, to try it. I haven't played it at all, actually. So um, that will be a topic for another another day. But mm. yeah, I'll keep playing Pokemon, Tom. And then when you get the the order in, I'll tell you if I'm still playing it and enjoying it. I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. That's something that you must know about Pokemon, Tom. If you if you're intending or if you're least intrigued to Nintendo. play it, is that it does have the kind of random encounters and turn-based combat that you hated from Final Fantasy VII. No, I didn't. I didn't hate it from well, Final Fantasy. I understand it, and it happens all the time in the Tales series. Mm. What I disliked about Final Fantasy was, in no point did it explicitly say you should really overlevel or like grind. Okay. You know, it tells you like in in, and that's what I find about going back to Final Fantasy fifteen. Like you'll hop out of your car at a rest spot, and it's like, hey, let's stock up on medicine. Yeah, kind of hinting like you might be a bit low on potions, and it's like it's all about the food, it's all about the camping. Mm-hmm. Whereas Final Fantasy ten was very much, which was the last one I played, was very yeah. much like, yeah, off you go. If you die, you die, and you wouldn't, you know, like especially going into a boss fight and thinking, I think I'm leveled enough. I don't know. Yeah. And then finding out you couldn't beat them because you didn't have resistance to a certain spell. Because that was the, the killer on the boss I was fighting was to just petrify my entire party. Oh, okay. And then done. That's it. You, there's no way to fight back. Yeah. Well, Pokemon Pokemon's way more open. Like, if, yeah. To allay your fears there, like, you get, you can choose to just travel back to places you've been before. Like, there's elements of, like, going into a cave and not being able to get out, but I think no, that, that kind of stuff that's that's acceptable. Um, yeah. The issue for me is again platform. I haven't yet found a game that makes me dig out my DS, my 3DS, and be like, I have to play that. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have it. Scribble Notes was really good, um, but after that, I was just like, Rhythm Paradise is pretty good, and that that's a like a best of version on that platform. I'm still Agreed. waiting for the new Elite Beat Agents, like. Mm. Is that a Adam, thing? Is that happening? Rumors, rumors are bubbling that maybe hmm. Elite Beat Agent might be happening. Hmm. Um, but yeah, Scribble Notes was good. I've got Spirit Tracks, which I really should play. Uh, the Zelda game, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and Phantom Hourglass. I should probably pick up. Um, didn't like Link uh, a Link Between Worlds very much. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, that's kind of a wow. Okay. Yeah, I love that yeah, game. Yeah. That was my favorite. No, that's really my favorite Zelda. Upsets me. Don't know why. <laughs> I think I think because it's too easy to get lost in the open world. Like you don't actually know where you're going. Mm. So you spent half your time just pricking about in a forest, and you're just like, yeah, cheers. Um, I also have so- Super Monkey Ball 3D, which I haven't played yet. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> because everybody bit. should own a Super Monkey Ball game. Yeah, but maybe not the maybe not the 3DS version. <laughs> yeah, that would probably make you make you hurl your breakfast. Yeah, I'm gonna get Super Monkey Ball VR. Fuck it. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh dear <laughs> god! Hurl so fest right there. <laughs> Jesus. So are we, are we done for the day? Is yeah, that, th- is I that? think so. I think so. Yeah, because we we could we could actually uh, talk about the the differences between the old titles and and the improvements that this new entry did to the Pokemon series, but I don't think we. We want to elongate this podcast too long. We just could. I, I just don't like. I'd say I don't know if if you agree with me that the game is doing like Sun and Moon are doing enough to differentiate themselves from the series past. Like, yeah, would you I agree. agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I do. And this is the main thing. So this is the mm. best. 
I think I think it's a really good entry to get started with Pokemon. Even if you haven't played any, you should definitely get in. Totally, right. yeah, for sure. I'll take a look. If you like RPGs, like yeah, this sounds like a good entry point for you, Tom, as well as anyone else. Um, and it's it's a fun sort of journey of discovery. Like both every moment where you're seeing what you're going to battle next, and then that could become part of your party if you can catch it. So just the new things that this one is doing. Uh, I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Like it just feels like it's there's a there's extra layers layers of love and character on the game that weren't ex- weren't possible to express with the previous art style and even the most recent ones uh, weren't quite as detailed as this because there were there was like a three D movement element to the previous ones kind of like you could move around like it was still sprite based I think Bob yeah. but yeah there was a bit more variety to the visuals going on whereas this one feels completely fresh yeah like 3d characters yeah it perfected the 3d kind of environment that they already start with with x and y i do not know about alpha sapphire and omega yeah. ruby but i i kind of expect it to be more or less the same exactly but this one is this one works really well with the 3d aesthetics mm-hmm. and speaking of 3d this does not have any 3d whatsoever uh, so 3ds you, game that doesn't that doesn't have 3D. So, yeah, neither does Super Mario Maker, uh, apparently. Right. Um, but were you going to use 3D anyway? No, not really. I never tend to use 3D on my 3DS because if I play it, again, I'm in motion. Mm, yeah. And on the tube, it's really difficult to keep that sweet spot looking nice. The new consoles do a better job of that, right? Like, have you got an original 3DS, Tom? I've got the Zelda limited edition one. Which is the original or the, not? the gold the gold colored one. Yeah. The the new three D S I guess. Oh it is a new uh, one. The same okay. one same one as that, I do. I no, no, it's not the end no, it's not the new one. It's the new one is the one that can run like Xenoblade and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't have that. I've got the okay. original one. Okay. Yeah. Which is black with golden engravings in the top and such. No, it's the entire gold one. Oh okay. So link link between worlds version. So, oh okay, yeah, yeah. I know so I think they improved the three D technology to make it better. Like the right. the range in which you could see and perceive the three D was was wider. Right. Yeah, I I can attest to that. It works really well because I get full jiggle sickness on the tube, mm-hmm. especially because I'm like on one of the old lines where it's just like you know, like yeah. powered by gibbons or whatever. I don't know. But <laughs> you end up like wiggling along and you like I I just turn it right down. Yeah. I not to say that it's worth buying a new three DS at this point or at at any point in the past. Like. <laughs> If you had a, if you have a 3ds, I actually bought a, a second 3ds. I bought the the large, the, the XL one when it first came out. Mm. Um, because yeah, the other I'd like the turquoise original, which felt a bit too small. Yeah, I think strong recommendations for for a couple of games this this week. Um, there's a few small things to talk about, but we can we can roll right through and and end this this week and and savor it for for yep. another day. Cool. So we've we've been go play that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on um, Beam, in- Beam yeah. on Beam. Yeah, We're streaming on you Beam. Can come around my house for a pint. Um, you can. He lives yeah. in London. Give your address out, and uh, we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, North London. North London. Narrow Just down from uh, there. ask for Tom. Yeah. They'll know. <laughs> or try to arrest me. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Shut him down. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks, lads. See you next week. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Yeah.